Hello and welcome to the Coach Toya Live podcast. So as promised, we're going to be talking about hard money tonight. So I have got my friend Mark on the line um, on and we're going to be just talking about different ways that you can get a mortgage this year. Because as you know, with everything going on in the in the in the world right now, it's it's going to be time to look at home ownership, whether that's going to be mortgage, primary mortgages or investment properties, whatever you're looking for. This is going to be the show for you tonight. OK, so um, like I said, my name is Coach Toya. I am a credit and financial coach. The goal of my program is I teach aspiring homeowners the secrets and tricks to raising their credit scores to help them qualify for a mortgage as quickly as possible. So what made tonight possible is last week I posted a, a question in the group, in my Facebook group. I asked, what is stopping you from purchasing or applying for a mortgage? And the overwhelming majority of people said credit and down payment. So Mark posted on that thread, maybe we should look at hard money. And I went, okay, Mark, we got to have a conversation about this because I never thought about that. So Mark, start by telling us who you are and let's talk about hard money and how that can get, how can that help us All in right. the mortgage process? Yes. My name is Mark Pelshak. Um, I went to school with Toya at NC State. Yay, um, what's that? Go pack, go pack. That's right. I've been in. I when I got out of school, I thought I'd be a lawyer, um, and I temped for a summer at a law firm and completely hated it. I got into real estate shortly after that. Got my real estate license and fell in love with everything real estate. Um, that was in 2003. So I started my own real estate company in 2006, and have been servicing seller and buyer clients since then. I've recently, in the past you know, four or five years, got into the investment side of real estate for investment clients and investments for myself. And once you get into that field of real estate, there's a whole lot of, I mean, it's a different beast in and of itself. And you learn a lot of different techniques, a lot of different strategies. There's pretty much a strategy for anything that you're trying to achieve um, on that side of real estate. And and that's kind of a brief history of myself. I am a family man. I have a lovely wife and four children. So um, <laughs> uh, yes, and I, and I adore them to death. But um, we're here <laughs> to talk about real estate. So uh, and and getting and in more particularly how to come up with that down payment or how to acquire real estate in 2021. And it's not as difficult as a lot of people make it. The major thing to overcome is that fear and. That was on the thread. We saw some people. I mean, I, to give you an idea, I saw communities in and around my area 10 years ago that were go homes were selling for like $10,000. And now in that same community, homes are going for 400000 And I had an opportunity to pull the trigger back then, but fear kept me from, from, doing that. Getting, from getting into real estate. And I imagine a lot of your viewers, you know, are going through the same thing. And it's just like whether you're getting into the investment side of real estate or the purchase side of real estate, that fear is a monster. It is a monster. And if you can overcome that fear, your whole world's gonna open up. Your whole world's gonna open up. And so that's what we're here to talk about today is 
you know, maybe give you some tips and some tools that will help you eliminate some of that fear that you're having to kind of pull the trigger. Okay. Uh, yep. Sounds good. So let's talk about hard money. How much of it do you know? I know that you're not an expert in the hard money area, but tell me yeah. what you know from being a real estate agent. Let's kind of scratch the surface a little bit and then we could always do some more research. Right. So that is a caveat. I'm not an expert. Um, I always want to put that out there, uh, but I'm willing to share what I do know. Um, and regarding hard money, the reason it's called hard money is because it's backed by hard assets. So it's not really contingent on your credit score. It's not really contingent on how much you're going to put down. It's contingent on the asset that you're acquiring. And okay. if you're willing to look at a home that might need a little bit of work. And we call it in the real estate industry, that's kind of a little bit scary to the average consumer. Maybe it needs carpet, maybe it needs some drywall, new fixtures and appliances, things that I know sound scary, but they're really not that scary. If you're willing to kind of get into a home that needs a little bit of work, a hard money lender is going to back it, back that loan based on the asset, not on how much you're kind of putting down. They do look at how much you put down and and um, they do look at your credit score, but they're more importantly going to look at the asset that is um, that you're trying to acquire. And, okay. and so, for instance, a traditional real estate purchase, you're going to put down, um, if it's an FHA, you've got three and a half percent. If it's a, a conventional, you're looking at 10 to 20 percent down. And on an average home in my area, that's 300 thousand plus, maybe 350. So 10% is 30 grand. And a lot of people just don't have 30 grand to put down on a home. However, if you're able to find a home, you know, that qualifies for hard money, and maybe that home is um, worth 300,000 when it's fixed up, but because of the current condition that it's in, you can get it for 225, 220, 230. A hard money lender will look at that because there's enough equity in that property to hedge its hedge their bets or hedge that risk, you know, and so they would be willing to uh, fund that loan. And that might only require you to put down a fraction, you know, you might have to put down a few thousand bucks to acquire that, um, that property. Um, the trick is that some car money lenders do require you to be non-owner occupied, but there's definitely ways to get around that. And some require you to have, um, some only lend to an LLC or to an entity, a business entity, which again, it's not hard to do. You can go to your county um, courthouses and, and file for one in North Carolina, it's $202 to file for an LLC. And, you know, um, it's not hard to do at all, actually. Um, and I don't know where, right. probably have viewers all over the, uh, the United yeah. States. You've got to check kind of your locale or your state what it costs to kind of um, open up a, a business if that hard money lender requi uh, requires you to have an entity for them to lend into. Okay. So what about for a primary residence, Mark? Because most of my clients, you know, the people who are watching, yeah, there might be some people who are interested in investments, but for the most part, we are trying yeah. to get first time homes. Right. Is hard money or could hard money be an option? Absolutely. How could we, how could we work around that? Let's let's talk about some tricks because that's that's what we do. We try to figure out ways and works or workarounds to be able to help our community. We need to buy homes this year, Mark. 
Right, right. So there are hard money lenders that will lend to primary, you know, for uh, owner primary residences. Yeah, okay. owner occupied primary residences. You will have to do some homework in finding that um, that hard money lender, but they're out there. They are out there. Um, another option is if you're willing to buy like a duplex and you live on one side and rent the other, you know, and and that's okay. actually that's actually a good practice. I wish more people would get into real estate because um, the investment side, as well as the purchase, that's a good way to kind of get you a home and kind of get into the real estate investment side. And you have somebody that's covering your mortgage and you're pretty much living rent free, but you're also establishing, you know, you're also getting your own home and you're establishing that, um, that credit history of having a property on your credit record. And that goes a very long way. Um, so that's another way to do it is, um, is to do the um, owner occupied with the investment side of it. So maybe you're buying a duplex, maybe you're buying a triplex or quad, quadplex. Um, but then again, if you're just wanting to buy a house, there are investors that will lend to um, owner occupied. It's just, you're going to have to do your homework to kind of find those. And there's not that many out there. Okay. Um, they're not easy to come by, I would say, but you have to do your, your, your homework. And, but they are out there. They're definitely out there. So, Mark, I, I, I don't know much about this. This is a new area for me. But from what I've, I've read, most of the time, hard money loans have to be paid back in a certain amount of time. These are not 30-year, 20-year loans. Yes. So how does it work? I want to go. I, I, need, I need about $5,000 for a down payment for this house that I want to buy. I'm looking at doing hard money, but I'm thinking I'm probably going to have to pay back or refinance or somehow do this in about what, three to six months, maybe. So Absolutely. how is yeah. that possible? How do I transition into, I want to stay in my home, but I also want a mortgage. I mean, do I, what do I do? That's a great question. <laughs> yes. With the hard money loan, they're not intended to be 30 year uh, amateurized. They are amateurized, but they're not intended for you to keep for 30 years because they're typically they're interest only loans. Um, and they're higher interest than your typical conventional loans. So they're not meant for you to, um, you know, keep them for 30 years. You're not going to want to be paying um, a hard money lender for 30 years. But however, they're short term loans, six months, three months, however long you have that relationship with your lender um, that you're going to refinance into. And you ask them, how long do I need to season what we call season the loan, which means that, um, you know, you've been making payments on it for a certain amount of time. And each lender is different. A lender might say, well, if it's season for three months, we can refinance it. Or if it's six months, we'll refinance it. Or maybe it's a, a year. And typically, so, yep. I was just going to say, so the hard money lender, sometimes they refinance. Is that what, what I just heard you say? Or you'd have to find someone else, to, another bank to refinance? Well, you can refinance. So let's say, let's say you, you're, um, you've got a hard money loan and it's for three months or six months and it's coming due, you can find another hard money lender that will, you could refinance into that and extend the time or you would refinance into your traditional bank. So um, for most of the viewers that are watching, you'd want to do a hard money loan if you have like some credit issues or if you have, um, you're just not quite there to be able to qualify for your traditional loan, then you would do a hard money lender, a loan and you have the property for three to six months 
And that will give you enough time to build that credit history. And then you would refinance that into your traditional 30-year fixed mortgage. And the sweet thing about that is you're not going to have that huge down payment because it's just a refinance. So you're not going to have to. Start with that. So you but you're still going to have to pay something. What typically about 2% for typically, average refinance is what you've seen. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to pay the refinance and that's just like closing costs and a couple of points here and there. So you will have to pay something, but it's not going to be your 10% down or your 20% down that um, your conventional lenders are going to, are going to be. And if there's a lot of equity in the house, that also helps you a lot too, because you're, the bank is going to look at that and say, well, this is a pretty much a slam dunk for us because there's enough equity where if this borrower defaults, you know, we, we have our risk covered. Okay. So how do you find these, these, these people, these loans, these hard money, private money loan people? So, yeah, you can do searches. Um, um, if you're part of any real estate investment groups in your city, um, or you can search real estate investment um, groups like RIA, and a lot of them are part of there. Um, one of the things that I'm a part of is bigger pockets. And again, keep in mind, these are more investment based um, platforms, but you can find the hard money lenders there. You can do a Google search for hard money lenders. I recently did one um, that I found here in North Carolina and I'm supposed to be closing tomorrow that I'm doing on a, yes. a, a property. So they're out there. Yeah. And you just, you definitely want to get on the phone and speak to somebody and also if, check the better bureau, um, the better business bureau and, and see what kind of scores they have, because there are some scammers out there. I mean, there are some people okay. that can take you to the ringers. Okay. So if you don't mind, Kind of yeah. talk to us about your process like this, because I think you said this is your first time using one. So how did you find it? What happened? What did the conversation look like? And how just kind of help us understand what that process looked like? Right. So this, is my, so this is my second time. Um, okay. Well, I'll be refinancing into another hard money loan. So and again, this is um, for an investment, but it can work either way. So um, I found a property in my town that I was able to purchase for 145K. And I put in another, you know, I put in some work, a lot of it was sweat equity, but put in another um, 100,000 into the property. And because the property was worth so much more than what I bought it for, I was able to find many hard money loans. Actually, everyone that I reached out to was willing to write that loan. Um, like I said, if you find a good enough property that has the numbers and the numbers work, you're not going to have a problem finding somebody that's willing to give you money um, because it's an easy bet for them. And so um, I interviewed multiple hard money lenders. I found the one that had the best terms for myself, best interest, and I signed that contract with that. And it was a six month term with the option to extend um, two additional three month terms. Um, I got hit with the middle of COVID when it was coming due. So I had to extend it three times, but you know, it was just a small um, fee, but yeah. now I'm able to refinance out of that into another longer term hard money uh, loan. And that's- so just When did you get the hard money did loan? Did you get it in the beginning when you purchased the property or did you get it when you needed the money to fix it up or after it was already fixed up? At purchase. How did that process? Okay. At purchase. So when I was talking with the seller and 
and I was in communications, then you start, you want to build that relationship. You want to start talking to the bankers early, early on in the process. And so when I was talking with the sellers, I got my lenders involved in that process and, and they, they were involved through the whole steps. You know, this is what I'm going to offer. This is what I think I can get it at. And so, um, my lenders were close enough that they actually came and saw the property and, and also walked it with me as well. So okay. once they saw it and they saw the neighborhood, they were they were sold. But most hard money lenders, even if they're in Texas and they're lending in North Carolina, they'll pull up Google Maps. They'll check out the neighborhood. They'll okay. do all of that from Texas and be able to tell you, you know, OK, yeah, we, we, can, we can do this, uh, do this loan. Okay. Anything else that you want to add that I didn't think to ask you? So, yeah. So there's other options too. Um, other than the hard money loan, there's, um, which, you know, you probably are, are, are versed in as well, but you have your non-qualified um, mortgage, which is just a, and they're called non-QMs. And those are a little bit different than your qualifying mortgages, which your qualifying mortgage, think of your traditional mortgage. You go into a bank, and they have um, criteria that they have to meet, which is basically your ability to repay. They look at um, the costs and the fees associated with it. They look at your debt to equity. And, you know, there's four criteria that they look at. And that's what a qualifying mortgage, um, those are the criteria for that. A non-qualifying mortgage is not held to those other standards. So that's another thing you can search for is if you can't find the hard money loan, you can look for a non-qualifying mortgage and, and you want to talk to whatever bankers if they deny you and they tell you you're not ready then just ask them do you know of any non-qualifying mortgage programs because a lot of times you kind of have to get their brains thinking as well and they might say well we don't offer some but you might check my buddy down the road or you might want to check these guys and that's how i found a lot of the lenders that i work with is you know a lender will tell me we're not able to do that but call this person and, you know, you're building that relationship. And I would imagine some of you guys are going to want to get into investment after you purchase the primary residence. So you want to have that relationship anyways. So when you go back to these lenders, you know, they already know who you are and, and it makes that process a little bit easier. And then another one is a private consumer loan, which a private consumer loan, you can get that as well to help with a down payment. If your challenge is having coming up with a down payment, to purchase a home, you can get a, a private consumer loan, get that money enough to get you that down payment to purchase that home. Wow, those are two things I had never heard of before. <laughs> as long as I've been in the business, I've never <laughs> heard of that before. So I got to do some more research. Yeah, they're out there. They're out there. So, you know, yeah. like, like I said, if you guys, the hardest thing is overcoming that fear. And just going out the there right and property, it's, it's there. The money is there. If you find our property, the money is there. Don't let a no keep you or don't let your traditional, oh, you got to have this, this and this before you buy the home. You got to break through that mindset and, and break through those barriers because there's no reason. And Toya and I were talking, there's absolutely no reason that everybody on this live mm -hmm. shouldn't be able to be a homeowner in 2021. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what's going on in your area? I know you're in the Raleigh-Durham area because I know people are probably wondering where is yeah. this realtor located? So you're in Raleigh-Durham. What do you see happening for the market and what would you suggest people doing from a real estate perspective? Oh my! What, what do we do next? Because we've got a problem going on. And to me, I'm a little nervous. So what, what do you see being on the, on the front what, line? What are you nervous about? 
I'm nervous about how how expensive everything is getting. And okay. I was kind of hoping for a crash. I, 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 I hate to say that, but I was yeah. kind of hoping because when I rented my house out and I'm think, looking at my next property and I'm seeing how the bidding wars are going right now and people are overpaying for houses. And I said, I can't afford a house. Yeah. So what am I going to do? So I was hoping for a crash. So I'd be in a position to where I could really go out there and, and get a good deal. And yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, especially with, you know, I think the new administration is coming out with all of these tax credits or for homeowner, first time home buyers that are coming yeah. out. So with that being said, I think it might get worse, but that's just me. What do you see being on the front lines? So, um, yeah, the triangle, as some of you all know, is just and that's what we call the Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill area. It's called the triangle. It's a whole nother market in and of itself it's it i don't know that you can compare it now i'd imagine charlotte has some aspects of this but our area i mean i'm seeing homes selling in in three days actually my i had some recent clients that were looking for a property and these properties were coming soon properties and they never came they were sold before the whole coming soon and that happened twice and these weren't like three hundred thousand dollar homes these are like five, $600,000 price range. So this market is absolutely crazy. Um, you have to do, you have to get creative. And um, I don't know that we have enough time in this call to go through all of the different tactics, but if you can get creative and if you can walk up, if you don't have that fear, if, you, if you're not afraid to walk up to a house that you're interested in, this is another option that just came in just now. You can walk up to a seller, knock on the door, and if you build that rapport and tell them you want to buy the house and do a seller, um, uh, a seller holdback, which is basically um, you're paying the seller um, like a rent to own type situation. And in those situations, you're not putting much down. I mean, you just work it out with the seller. So that's another way to get into a property without having to put a huge down payment. And then at some point when you qualify, you just, you know, you get a new loan, yeah. you get the seller off and you're in that property. For, That's true you know, because you don't really know what the situation is. What, why is that person, how soon they're looking yeah. to leave, what's causing them to want to, to want to move. So it may yeah. be a win-win for them. If you walk up and say, look, move out next week. <laughs> so yeah. I, I want your house. Yeah, exactly. And if you can show them that, you know, um, that, you might need a, um, a letter from your bank or whatever that you'll qualify in such, such and such amount of time. But that's another way. And, and, and right now you mentioned a crash. There are crashes going on, not crashes per se, but there are people that are, are, that are um, in distress. There are people that are losing their home and it's not taking advantage of them. It's actually helping them out. If you were to approach those people and say, I want to buy your home, every single courthouse in the nation keeps a record of anyone going through a foreclosure, anyone going through a divorce, anybody going through a tax lien. You can go to those courthouses, public record, and get that information. And then all it is is a Google search. And you say, man, I like this neighborhood. I like this house. You go and talk to that seller and say, I'm willing to, you know, take over your mortgage or whatever, buy this house from you. And, you know, and sometimes they're just, behind by a few months and it just takes you know but they're in their mind they're kind of done with the property they just 
ready to go. And you're just like, well, I can get you caught up and whatever and take over that payment. And then, you know, you're refinancing. There's some other nuances that go into it um, that protect you, um, such as, you know, like a quick claim deed and, and, and other things that um, protect your purchase. But there's, like I said, there's so many different ways to buy a home and, and there shouldn't be any excuses in 2020. Well, that's going to be the next. We got we to gotta table this discussion and really right. talk about, no, let's get of, creative on how, how do we need to, how do we buy homes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But go to your, like, there's nothing wrong with walking. I've had people walk up to my, ring my doorbell and say they want to buy my house. Unfortunately, I'm not trying to sell, but you know, if I wanted to sell, yeah, I always work something out with them and that's no bank involved. And, you know, um, well, obviously there'd be a bank involved when we're doing the closing. But I mean, it's not the whole process of qualifying and, and credit checks and all that, you know. So if you see a yeah. house that, that you think you like, just walk up to the seller and ask them, would you be willing to sell? And, you know, um, would you be willing to do a seller hold where they're holding and you're making monthly payments that go towards the purchase in a future date. And a lot of people would be willing to do that. Well, with the market being the way that it is, uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it could be a strategy, but from what I'm understanding home, the sellers are getting five, six plus offers. So yeah, there's really no need for them to, to work with you when they've got people offering $20,000 more than their asking price. Well, those are homes that are on the market, right? So, oh, you're saying ones that are not on the market yet. That you find somebody's possibly in distress. Gotcha. Right. Or just walking up to a neighborhood. The house doesn't have to be. You can even send a letter if you feel uncomfortable. You know, you can. I think I'd want to walk up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Knowing your personality, you would probably walk up. But some people would be intimidated. So send a letter. Hey, I drove by your house. It looks beautiful. I'm looking for a home to buy. Would you be interested in selling your house? So now that house is not in competition like there's not a lot of people looking at the house because it's not even on the market yet. So that seller is only communicating with you unless they say, well, let me put my house on the market. And now there's real marketing and yeah. And who knows how that goes. So a bird in the hand is like two in the bush, right? Well, you know what? Now I think about it, that's kind of what happened to me. Woman comes up and asks me, look, would you be willing to sell or rent your house? i my family owns the property. My brother lost the house years ago and I want it back. Would you ever sell? And I'm kind of thinking. There you go. I was kind of thinking about moving back to Charlotte <laughs> and I ended up renting my house to her like six months later. So it works. Yeah. There you go. So, so that's the testimony right there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my testimony. Now I think about it, 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 it worked. Yeah. So And, and a lot of people wouldn't think to do that. You know, a lot of people wouldn't yeah. think that, wow, I could just walk up to somebody or, or write a letter, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's a good way to get a property. All right. Well, Mark, I always enjoy chatting with you. <laughs> we could always go on and on and on about talking yeah. about ways to, to be successful. Um, maybe set NC state, that $50,000 NC state, my out of state. Tuition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's oh, another yeah. video that we've got to talk to people about because that was it, I, I've had about know. twelve consultations in the last two days, and that was the majority of everybody's issues. So we definitely have to talk about next ways to overcome this student loan dilemma when it comes down to mortgages. And I'm glad we talked about these other it these other ways because that might be ways to to get the mortgage without having to to 
have the issues that a traditional mortgage is having with this 1% thing being calculated into the DTI. So anything else you want to add? You want to tell people, tell people about you, how to find you. Um, I know you're in my group, so you can always post your information in the group so that people can find you, but you know, we can end it on how do they get in touch with you? I'm in the group. Um, I, yeah, I love it. I follow it a lot. Um, I, I like, you know, Toy is doing a great, uh, a great job with the group. I actually referred, I don't know if that my, my referral contact you or not, but, um, who knows? Like I said, I, I made a post yesterday that just went crazy. And so I have been swamped with trying yeah. to get to everyone since then. So if I haven't gotten yeah. to you, just, just get on my calendar and book something. But anyway, this is your turn, turn Mark. Yeah. Keep it up. Oh, I do want to say this. So I I, I got your I, I reached out to you a couple months ago and, and I was like, hey, do you have any tricks to increase in credit score uh, that but, you know, I'm in the sevens, but I want to get higher. And you're like, well, I can't help you. Um, <laughs> I only help people like in the six or, six or whatever. I bought your book anyways. And within like the first 10 pages, I was like, my goodness, like some of the techniques that you had in that book like I already my I already see how I can use it yeah my credit score even higher and just like it was just it it was just phenomenal so I I love it like you know so good job on the book well thank you the book is on my website so for everyone who hasn't bought the book book. it's 1999 on my website coachtoya.com so yeah yeah but you're how do we reach you mark you can, um, I'm on Facebook. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't even know. Um, my real estate, uh, what do I, <laughs> I don't know. My Instagram is, uh, I don't know if it's Pell Pelly or if it's, it's probably, oh, Pell yeah, I don't even, I don't even know. Like you could just reach me through the group. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do the group. Reach me through the group. Well, I think this is streaming message. to my personal page too. So, and you might be able to share the video to your page. Um, yes as well. So, but yeah, I will link in the comments, you know, we'll link your information in the comments and in the group as well. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to make you all go through Toya's (laughs) website to reach me because I'm trying to promote her website and her, what she's doing. So yeah, reach me through there, you know, hit a question uh, at me and I'll respond if I, if I got a question and um, if I need to give enlightenment on anything that I said tonight. um, Yeah, definitely. You know, can do that. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Next week, we will be talking about down payment assistance, all the money that's available out there. And then maybe the following week, we'll come back with Mark and talk about some tricks to be able to put that money to use. (laughs) There's a lot of them. Yeah. (laughs) That's another 30 minutes in and of itself. Yeah. All right, Mark. Thank you so much. Make it happen 2021. Make it happen. 2020 was horrible. Make it, let's make 2021 be the polar opposite. All right. Well, we we will see you later. Thank you so much, Mark. All right. Good evening. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.